0: Hello! What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wolf Den Live, episode 84, the one where we lament the disappearance of other beloved pop culture figures. What? This week, you talked about how there hasn't been a Mega Man oh, yes. game since 2010. This yes. week, I launched my campaign to get the Fantastic Four back into a monthly comic book series at Marvel. Was that on purpose? No. No? I had no idea what you were doing. Oh, well, alright then. <laughs> I was going to talk about something else, but I didn't have time to finish that script, and then Newsarama broke news that everybody already knew so i figured capitalize on that what was what, what that newsarama just basically said hey there hasn't been a fantastic four comic in two years because marvel hates fox oh, so you're just like hey newsarama could do it i could do it yeah well uh-huh. i've been doing it but i figured well all right then use this time to start a real cause hello Atten. hello rock god rock goddess why did- i can't i'm i need to like I need to go back to school yeah <laughs> <laughs> i can't read anymore Yeah, man dj will uh mert hello everybody fred hello now you might notice that if you're watching this live there's no title yes and the thumbnail is kind of garbage yes that was on purpose okay. believe it or not okay um i had a title and a thumbnail but i didn't i thought it, it, it was something like um uh top uh video game what are the top video game franchise and there was a picture of like pikachu and ash or something and i was like this doesn't really say anything it's Mm -hmm. like pretty obvious what the top video game franchises are so i was like let's do a little test and see who is actually interested in us (laughs) (laughs) so that's what that's about (laughs) you know when you see youtubers like for example i mean pewdiepie is a big example but yeah you see, YouTubers they post like player unknown battleground flawless run uh, number twenty seven, and then there's PewDiePie who just posts a picture of his face and says, "I am God," and it's a uh, player unknown battleground playthrough. So it's like some people can just use their face right. to get views, and some people need to rely on other things. We need to rely on other yes, things. Yes, yes, we do. But this is a test to see if how we re- much we need because to because last on week. Things was it was my face yes and that seemed to work great but mm-hmm. we also had a big push from all of these articles that were being written yes. about us um but i remember we also did a fidget spinner one that did pretty good we did yes it was thousand mile per hour fidget spinner mm-hmm. versus your forehead <laughs> even though it hit <laughs> but that might have been a quick yeah. too that was pretty quick baby also it is a slow news day it is but it isn't i i mean i got a lot of crap to talk about and i don't know about you we have a thing to unbox but i want to do that later okay Uh, what did I want to talk about? First, right off the bat, how about we talk about this? Probably the most pertinent to me. Okay. Will. Yes, Bob. Guess Sonic Mania's file size. (laughs) A gig. One gig, you'd say? Yes. Why would you say one gig? Because I don't think it's that big if it's trying to be like old school and retro then it shouldn't be more than that right. the, the main idea of the game is what if they released a sprite based on a game on saturn hardware right and saturn and a saturn disc is not bigger than a gig i'm going to look up how much a saturn disc is so how big is a sega saturn disc i think it's just as whatever a normal cd is i got into a fight with somebody mhm um because they, I said, there's no way this thing would work run on a Sega Genesis or a Sega Saturn. Uh, and they're like, why not? It's sprites and whatever. But it's not... It, it There's things going... Like, it's upscaled. Yeah. And there's a lot of things happening. There's a lot more animation going yeah. on. It runs in 60 frames a second. So, yeah, no, it definitely wouldn't run on a Genesis. You have to pack it really tight in order yeah. to fit on, on, a, on a CD. Mm-hmm. What, a CD... Is 128 megabytes, isn't it? I think it's like 700 700 megabytes. That might be layered. Uh, uh, CD-ROM... Well, anyway, the answer for how big is Sonic Mania? 186 megabytes. Damn. Yes. This is an article from Nintendo Everything. Please look up uh, how big a disc is. (laughs) Uh, Nintendo Everything says... The Japanese Switch eShop has updated w- with the file size for Sonic Mania. In order to download the game, you'll need 186 megabytes of free space. Sonic Mania is just a few days away. Sega will be publishing the game on August 15th in North America and Europe. And the source is the Switch eShop, the Japanese Switch eShop. And so, that's the whole article. a standard 120 millimeter uh, CD ROM, that's like the full size one, is about 700 megabytes. It can actually hold up to 737 uh, megabytes of data with error correction. With error correction. Yeah. Comparison a single layer DVD ROM holds uh, 4.7 gigs, more than six CD ROMs. What's. Sonic CD was on the Sega Saturn, right? Sonic CD was on the Sega CD. What was on Sega Saturn? Knights? No, yeah, Knights was on Knights? Sega Saturn. Okay. Yeah, there, gonna... there was no mainline Sonic game on Sega Saturn. I'm gonna just download the ROM for Knights. Okay, <laughs> just see how see well. How big I that don't is. know because there's never there. I don't think there is Saturn emulation. What? Yeah, they were only able to like to crack the Sega Saturn like a year or two ago. It was really? like one of the hardest systems to emulate. Yeah. Why is Me- Mega Man X Four? That didn't come out on Saturn, did it? I think it did. Oh my god. Yeah, didn't it, didn't we see that at that Vegas shop? Yes, you're right. You're yes. right. You're you're absolutely right. Um so Nights into Dreams is it does not say. So I'm just going to download it. All right. See what happens. See what happens. Uh oh, it's uh, I'm using coolrom.com. Okay. I, I like that site. Yeah, it's a good site. It's it's one of those websites, though, where it gives you all these different... Uh, oh, it says, like, download. Download, six, download, yeah. download. And it's, of course, the smallest one. Yeah. Alternative link. Now I got to watch an ad. So, because I want to know, like, how close is this to an actual Sega Saturn CD? If it's 700 megabytes can fit on a Sega Saturn disc, that's a yeah. lot for a game that old. Yeah. And... um. That's a lot for a game that old and uh I mean this could clearly fit on its like like four times. Well, I mean most games back then didn't take up an entire CD-ROM unless they were like, you know, JRPGs like Final Fantasy or Resident Evil, things like that. Nights so. into Dreams is 373 megabytes. There you go. Sonic Mania is smaller than Nights than the ROM for Nights into Dreams. Yeah. Oops. I don't know if there's any different... Con- well, this is a rare file, so I don't know if there's any other containers that are inside right. of this, but that's uh, that's pretty damn crazy. Well, keep in mind that... And they also got higher-res music and stuff, yeah. I, I'd assume. Keep in mind that a Sega Genesis, I just looked it up, uh, the cartridge for a Sega Genesis is up to four megabytes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Although, in some cases, like with Street Fighter II... A 5 megabyte cart was... So they went from 4 megabytes to 373 megabytes. Yeah. That doesn't sound right. No, it does, because you can't fit a lot on a cartridge. Right. Yeah. I understand. But but that's so much. That's yeah. so much of a difference. Well, again, like Sonic Mania is like... Well, What's an Son- N64 cart? About the same. Like, uh, actually up to 6. N64? N64. Well, that ranged... Because I think, like, yeah, you had some that were actually 64, but then, like, Resident Evil 2 was uh 512 as the largest um, Nintendo 64 Well, 64 cart. isn't the file size. Right. No, man. I know that. But, you know, there were a lot of 64 games that were 64 megabytes in storage. Resident Evil 2 on the N64 was the largest N64 cart at uh, 512. Jesus and Christ. And they had to do a lot so of much. black magic to get that to work and that was a port of a PlayStation 1 game. Yes. So, well PlayStation 1 is a disc. Yeah. Two disc. It was a two disc PlayStation 1. Oh, game. it was. Yes. So that Okay, so there you go. Like it's a two disc and they well they probably had to downscale it to get it on the N64. Mm-hmm. So then it had to be bigger than 700 megabytes. Yeah. Damn. That's insane. That's insane, but Sonic Mania somehow is 100 and so, oh, I guess compression has advanced these yeah, days. Yeah, just um, things like that. Again, there's a lot of advanced animation. The frame rate's higher. It's a completely different style of soundtrack. You know, it's much more better. <laughs> it's much more better. <laughs> much more better. So. Well, that's it for Sonic. Okay. That, that's really all well, I that's, to good to uh, uh, that's good to know. That's <sighs> good to know. Graham says, no, Sonic 06 is the best Sonic game. Did we talk about best Sonic game? Yo, kick him out of, the, out of the chat. Listen, everybody's entitled to their own wrong opinion. Yes. Oh, AJ said the best Sonic of all time is Sonic R. So, if we're going to compare Sonic 06 to Sonic R. Yes. And ironically say that Sonic 06 is the best Sonic game over Sonic R. Yeah. Flip that. If we're talking the worst game. Yeah. Sonic R might have Sonic 06 beat. Mm, I don't know. Have you played Sonic? Yes, R? we own Sonic R. It's on one of the oh, okay. collections we have. Okay, yes, I, 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 I played Sonic R. It is. It is unplayable. It is. It is very bad. I still think Sonic 06 is worse because it is more broken. That's not a phrase. So, and uh, it Sonic 06 was supposed to be like the grand reintroduction yeah. of Sonic, the grand okay. reboot, the big epic. Retelling of Sonic and it just was just a disaster. I think in Sonic R the core gameplay, the roll, the the rolling around the speed of sound, the, yeah. the whole racing, yeah, is unplayable. It is it is impossible to control, and that is why I think it's worse. Than I say. wouldn't say it's impossible to control. I would just say it doesn't have like cohesive rules because when you go off the track. You're still running at the same speed as if you were on the track. Right. And like there are supposed to be like shortcuts and alternate paths you take, but like nothing is clear. You could be going backwards and not know it for a very long time. Yeah. So that that is true. You get lo- you it's so fast and so wild that it's so easy to get lost. Yeah. And again, it's hard to control. Right. Sonic 06 on the I mean, we've all seen the the glitchy videos online and, you know, the fact that you can go up a loop to loop and stop at the top yeah. and just stay there. Well, my point is that Sonic 6 has parts that are broken, a lot of parts. Yeah. But Sonic R in its whole is broken. Right. <laughs> that is my point that I'm trying to make. But they're both terrible games. Yes. Uh so give me one of your damn things. All right, I got a lot to talk about uh Netflix. This way. Oh, a lot, yeah. a lot some, of happened. With some garbage Netflix. happened. Well, okay, two things happened. On Monday, Netflix announced that it was buying uh Miller World. That is Mark Millar's creator-owned publishing house. I didn't know he had that. Yes. Um, pretty much Mark Millar, the, crea- the comic book guy behind Wanted, Kick-Ass, um, Kingsman, which was originally known as Secret Service, um, and a whole bunch of other comics. Uh, his publishing company was bought by Netflix. Now, this. a lot of people are saying that this is the third time this has happened where a major studio has bought a comic book publisher. They're, of course, referring to when DC was bought by Warner Brothers in the 60s and when Disney bought Marvel back in 2009. Wait. I th- M- Doesn't Mark Millar work with other publishers? That's the thing. Most uh, Miller World titer- titles are published by Image. Oh. Yes. So he's not technically a publisher he's like a label and it's a label like a developer yes (laughs) of just his own work right (laughs) and it's not and none of the titles aren't connected in any way like oh uh, image is creator owned yes so he so he owns all he owns all he he made a company around his license basically. basically okay and like it's not uh Grand, you know, connected universe. Like, Kick-Ass does not cross over with Kingsman, which doesn't cross over with uh, Reborn Yet. or Nemesis or anything like that. Um, plus, some of his stuff... Like, Kick-Ass was actually published by Marvel. They're, like, yeah. adult adult. Yeah, you're right. Um, so, there's that. Um, again, you know, it's, you can't compare it to when Warner Brothers bought DC and when Marvel was bought by Disney because, well, for one thing, Warner Brothers didn't even know they were buying DC. They bought the parent company of DC, I just happened to acquire what DC. What was the parent company? The I don't remember. The it movie. was whatever publishing company owned DC. But like, you know, DC has like Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. Marvel has, you know, Spider-Man, the X-Men, Captain America. Miller World has Kick-Ass. You know, that, it's not the same. Um, Apparently, Kick I had to look it up because Marvel doesn't do creator-owned stuff. No. But Kick-Ass is creator-owned, apparently. Yeah, I think- According to some Pinterest that I'm looking at. <laughs> So take that with a grain of salt. I, I think Mark Millar owns like his work. It's just the comic book publishing rights are with Marvel. But if you wanted to do like a sequel series, an image, or whatever, he's legally allowed to do that. Hmm. I think that's how that works. Uh, I'm trying to figure this out here. But basically what this means is that not only does Netflix own uh, Miller World, but you know, now Netflix can make um, TV shows and movies based on all of Mark Millar's stuff. So this is basically everything he's wanted to do. I've d- I have did a video like a year or so ago, like around when the first Kingsman movie came out, about how it seems like Mark Millar's only purpose in making comics is to basically make glorified movie pitches. That's all his comics are. And they may be good. Some of them may even be great. But they're not designed for the comic book world. They're basically done as elaborate pitches to get a movie made. Because that's where the big bucks are. Right. That's where all the, the fly bitches come from is movies, not comics. What was his first right. movie? Uh, I think it was... No, it was Wanted. Yes, okay. Yeah. Yeah, That makes sense. So, so would you say that there are movie pitches since he started writing comics? Or it was after Wanted? After Wanted got bought? I would, um, probably around when, I mean, when Wanted was bought, that's like, you know, kickstarted it big time. Um, but I would say like for a while,
1: cause I'd like, say before that
0: early on and what, that wasn't like a viable thing mm-hmm. to like make comics for movies. Right. But then after Wanted, I yeah, especially he'd for him, be like, yeah. Hey, I could do this more. Yeah. You know? And he he sure did. Okay. So, um, but, yeah, so, which, in all honesty, like, that's a good thing for Netflix because they've been really killing it with all their um, their Netflix-created stuff. So, it's just one more thing for them to add to their repertoire, especially since... Yeah, this is what I heard about. Yeah. In, the opposite side of yeah, the point. In 2019... Well, sorry, in 2018, Walt Disney Pictures will be pulling all of their stuff off of Netflix and... In preparation for the launch of their own streaming service coming in 2019. That's crazy, especially when you consider that last year Netflix became the exclusive streaming site for all of Disney's movies. Yeah, so they just canned that deal. Yes, or they're finding a loophole out of it. Unless the deal was only for like two years, then yeah, <laughs> I think they I I, I think it, will, it was for longer, and they're they're doing something or like paying a a. Uh, uh, a fee for, like, getting out early or yeah. something. They want out, like, real bad. Yeah, and then this, is, you know, this means that, like, because they're supposed to get, like, Pixar stuff on there. Rogue One is currently on Netflix. Uh, Captain America Civil War and Doctor Strange are on Netflix right now. Um, I mean, this this doesn't really answer, like, some other questions we have. Like, what about um, the Marvel Netflix shows? Daredevil, Jessica Jones. Is that going to go away? That's too? true. Because Netflix funded a good portion of those shows with Disney. Could you imagine if you have to watch those on a completely different service? Yeah, that that's not that's not cool. No, it's not. It's that's a huge pain in the ass. This, I mean, this seems to be the way that a lot of studios are going now. You know, just bypassing third parties like Netflix and creating their own uh, streaming service. Uh, CBS has CBS All Access, which is where the new Star Trek show is going to debut. Warner Brothers is creating their own, and that's where Young Justice season three. And the live-action Teen Titan show is going to debut. Mm-hmm. So, like, it. this seems to signify firmly that the future of streaming is company-owned streaming sites. That's sad. Yes. Because the reason Netflix is so great is because it's a unifier. Yes. like Because like, like, everything that everything you want is there. Yes. It. Yeah. Uh, I know that that's the future of the internet is that it's going to turn into, like, cable TV. Yeah. Where there's a million different channels. Yeah. But you're gonna have to pay for all their monthly subscriptions. Yeah, that's the thing. Like those costs have to go way down if that's yeah, the case. You know, every day as this happens, streaming in order to watch everything, it's gonna become more expensive than just getting a cable subscription. Yeah. You know, which is ridiculous. That was supposed to be the opposite. Yeah. No, that is insane. But um I, I did... still don't have any subscription services for yeah. for, for videos yeah you just use mine <laughs> i have google play yeah and that's it would well, you have youtube red you have amazon prime though so you can i was thinking about leaving that and you really? know why because i got an email yesterday saying hey you qualify for an amazon business account because you buy so much electronics on amazon mm. and that comes with two-day shipping and that's the only thing i really use amazon prime for what else right. is there that i could use amazon prime you for? can use it for movies like yeah which to, I, to, I don't select streaming stuff um I think uh, I actually got an email that yelled at me for not using it for Part movies. of Amazon Music is included in Prime. I heard that, and I tried to set it up with Alexa, and Alexa yelled at me saying that I don't have Amazon Music. Yeah, because there's Amazon Prime, and then there's Amazon Music, which is a separate thing. Yeah, that's dumb. Which is very dumb. Um, you get unlimited uh, – there's like an Amazon Cloud Drive thing with like their version of Dropbox. If you have Prime, though, you have unlimited uh, picture uploads. How big is it otherwise? Because I use Dropbox. I pay for a Dropbox subscription. Uh, it's a terabyte with Dropbox. Not a lot, I don't think. I, I remember seeing a Lifehacker article about it. Because that also, I think, has a separate subscription. Oh, God. Forget that's a, that. That's the problem. Like Amazon Prime is great. But there's a lot of like other services they have that you need another subscription on mm. top of. So like, why even Yeah, I'm it? getting rid of Amazon Prime. <laughs> I'm going with just the business account. Because it's free. And I still get two-day shipping. So there why the go. hell not? I know. Yeah. Um, then I want to get one of those credit cards that you have—the Amazon credit card. Oh, the Amazon Prime credit card. Yeah, yeah that, that, is, a, nice. that yeah. is a great deal. I do want to say real quick. Um, what is this? Uh, the Nerdist had an article. Um, what to expect from Disney's new streaming service? Apparently, Disney has been testing their own streaming service in the UK since November 2015. It's called Disney Life. Uh, Disney's first official streaming service offered uh, UK fans unprecedented access to. Di- Disney's extensive collection of content covering not only their beloved animated movies, but also masses of content from Disney's TV channels, soundtracks, books, and classic cartoons. I was going to say their TV channel. They have signed a lot of YouTubers. Yeah. And they, on their Disney XD, they have shows around these YouTubers. And, And they're supposedly good because it's made entirely by internet people yeah there's no tv people it's just you know the suits who are like you could do this and you can't do that but there's no people working on it that work on tv you know it's all internet people so like ign has one yeah i mean from the sound of it um disney life is pretty much a disney fan's dream because it does have everything it even has um they have a lot yeah disney has a lot you know how like whenever like disney comes out with an animated movie and it's they put it out on DVD or back in the day VHS it was only for a limited time otherwise they go yeah. back in the vault yeah not a problem they have everything on there are even movies that haven't been hit blu-ray yet that might just be for the beta though you know? right but I feel like if Disney owns it and controls it they have no problem with like, just putting it out there it's true because that's all profit to them I mean this is great for people who like Disney yeah uh somewhere and that. a lot of people like Disney yeah that's uh that's one hell of a fandom yeah <laughs> Uh, where were you? Oh, Kate says, bad move on Disney's part. I'm sure they'll get some people to sub families mostly, but I certainly won't by adding them to my Apple. I certainly won't be adding that to my Apple TV. She also said, question If Disney owns Marvel, will the defenders be in danger? That's a very good point. That's that's what what I was talking about. So, this you know, what does this mean for? Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, The Defenders, The Punisher, like, is coming soon. Like, he's getting his own show. We don't know. This must be a nightmare for Netflix because if they take, if they pull all those and put them on their own service, they will, they will get a lot of subscribers because a lot of people subscribe to Netflix just for Daredevil back in the day when Daredevil first came out. People subscribe just for that. And now they're all going to pull out and subscribe to Disney. Mm Mm-hmm so that is scary for Netflix. But you know what? Good. It, competition is good. Yeah. And again, I, I'm not subscribed to any of these, so I care less. Uh, hold on. I, apparently, there was an update to this article. Uh, Disney CEO Bob Iger noted that while Disney's own movies would definitely move over to their new services, the rights of the Star Wars and Marvel films are still being decided. And, in oh. fact, those movies specifically could stay exclusive to Netflix, oh so interesting. oh, so they could still keep that deal that they have, yes, so it looks Very like which you know i I kind of you know thought for a while, um they treat Marvel and Lucasfilm like separate companies right, like they're still under the Disney umbrella, but they're pretty much allowed to be somewhat autonomous within the world of Disney, so. You know, it looks like for now, Defenders will be okay. And, you know, select Star Wars stuff can stay on Netflix. Samuel Robinson said, I believe Netflix gets to keep the Marvel stuff they made. I mean, they did make it and they did. Yeah. You know, so I guess that's a. They have yeah. their hands all over it. Also, what Will just said. Um, Graham says competition brings out the best in companies. And that's true. It, right. it certainly does. Uh, and for Nacho also says Marvel shows on Netflix will remain on Netflix. So yeah. yeah, I guess they're like separate companies. But still, even without that stuff, Disney's own service—if they keep everything on it—will will do great. Yeah. Uh, Tevius said, "What about Hulu? Hulu is interesting because that's actually co-owned by Warner Brothers, Disney, and Fox." I didn't know that. Yeah. Those three companies are huge. Yeah. So like, it, it's weird because like they, you know, not. That's why, like, you start to see, like, a lot more stuff on Hulu. Because they have control of it. Mm. And, like, that's why next day TV stuff goes on. That's kind of great because those companies need to fight the cable companies. Yeah. TV networks Mm -hmm. need to... Cable companies have no reason to change. Yeah. There's nothing making them change anything. And TV networks know that the apocalypse is coming... And they are trying to change. Yeah. So they're ditching cable networks, and that's good. Yeah. So and cable networks, instead of changing with the times, they're just screwing their customers. Exactly. Instead. That's a whole other topic. Yep. Uh, what else do I got here? Oh, I got a cool thing. you were you, you done, got, right? You're done. Yeah, didn't... I'm done with Netflix. <laughs> okay. I just want to. I just want to talk about this cool thing real quick. What, what cool thing? Oh, and then I get to unbox something. Okay. Uh, this is a Kickstarter, Will. Oh, I saw this, yeah. For the next-gen N64 controller. Yeah, this is rad. Uh, I don't know why it's called next-gen. Me neither. It doesn't make any sense. And I don't know what the connector is. I'm it's, assuming... It's an, it's an N64 connector. Really? Yes. Oh, I uh, guess it's next-gen because it's shaped like a current-gen console. Yes. Um, why is it an N64? Can you get a USB one? Um, I saw... Yeah, according to the Kickstarter, it would have cost... It would have cost us a lot more money and time to come up with a controller with both N64 and USB functionality. The software and time to do so would have been too long to complete and too costly. However, if you want to use the N64 controller for PC, it is possible. There are several cheap adapters in the market that you can purchase online to play you know, the controller with with your PC, Mac, or RetroPie. If this Kickstarter is successful, they will release a second USB version of the controller. The Kickstarter is only $20. Yes. So, I think I'm going to do this. I know. I kind of want to, too. It looks awesome. This is exactly what the controller should have looked like. Yes. Um, it's got, you know, a full... It's got the analog stick and the D-pad, like, in the Xbox 360 style. Um, it's got the, the C buttons are where the face buttons would be. It looks like if Nyko made a Pro Controller. Yes. But... Instead of the right thumbstick where it is yeah. on, on the Switch Pro controller, uh it has the B and A button. Yes. And that that is that and there's works, a yeah. there's a giant start button in the middle. Yeah. That's really the all the differences. Yeah. It's got um yeah, it's got the four shoulder buttons and it doubled the Z button. Yeah, so so the uh the second trigger, whatever yeah. you call it, the actual triggers, not the bumpers, the triggers, yeah. those but are both Z buttons. Mm-hmm. Uh which, you know whatever. It's got a modern analog stick, not the crappy N64 yeah, version. it looks like um the C buttons are slightly legit. larger for games that use C buttons more than just the camera angles like Smash Brothers. It it is going to be interesting to have the B and A buttons so low. Yeah, because that's the most different than a current console. Right. We're used to having the face buttons where the C buttons yeah. are on this. But I feel like that could be fine, you know? Yeah, because like it, when you hold like a 360 or an Xbox One controller, or even a PS4 controller or a Pro uh, Nintendo Pro controller, your thumb like does like spend a lot of time there, right? Like moving the camera. Yeah, you're and stuff. right. So I feel like that's not too much it's of a good stretch. Point. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this looks exactly what it should look like. Funny thing, apparently an Xbox 360 controller works on the Switch. I think s- you need an adapter. I saw something that a PS4 controller can work on the switch. Really? Yes. I think that the switch controller is is or the switch is very PC friendly. Like, yeah. like it, it it's very open. Yeah, which is surprising. <laughs> it's very surprising. Um But apparently. So you plug the 360 control, you have to plug it in to, to the uh to the dock. Yeah. And then when you Take the switch out of the dock; it still works. Really? Yeah. Huh. I think what ha- some people think that the dock is talking to the switch, which I think that makes absolutely no yeah. sense. What I think is happening is when you put it into the dock, it syncs, and then when you take it out of the dock, it's still synced. Yeah. Um, but then once you disconnect it after it's out of the dock, it won't work anymore. If you turn the switch off, it'll just not work anymore. So that's very strange. So this could potentially work with the Switch. I think. You might need an adapter. Well, you do need an adapter, but I don't know which adapter you would need. Uh, Fred says the Switch is super politically correct. I don't know what that means. (laughs) Um, Great Mind says, yeah, Dreamcast guy. does kind of look like a Dreamcast controller. It does a little bit, yeah. That's actually, when I first saw it, that's what I thought it was. Really? Because it only has one stick on the left. Yeah stewart says oh kickstarter no thank you yeah i kind of agree with you <laughs> yeah I mean, i'm not a fan of kickstarter yeah well but, well not kickstarter itself people who use kickstarter. yeah <laughs> kickstarter is a great tool but there's so many scummy people that yeah there's hard a lot of people that like, use it wrong you've been burned by a lot of kickstarters i have yeah yeah so and i'm gonna get burned again <laughs> uh green bolt says keyboards work with the switch and they do yes oh another thing about the xbox 360 controller um on a switch if you use it on a switch i think it only has eight directions really oh no no i'm sorry um it's all or nothing so like if you use it on a computer if you tap it a little bit you can see on the if you bring up like a certain dialogue. oh box, yeah you, you get, can see it moves a little bit yeah you get like the analog control yeah so if you do it on a switch you tap it a little bit to the right and it'll all go all the way so okay. if you're playing mario kart you'll be yeah all over yeah the place also, this is a little bit of a tangent, but do you remember we talked about once uh how if you're playing on a keyboard and mouse, I said it'd be really cool to have a thumbstick on the left yeah. side. And you know that there are those controllers, I forgot what it's called, but yeah, yeah. makes one where it's like a hand, it looks like a hand. Yeah. yeah. So it's W A S D, but there's also a thumbstick. Mm-hmm. That thumbstick is an eight way directional thumbstick. Really? So it's not It's not analog. It's not analog, it's eight way directional. Huh. So that sucks. That yeah. takes that completely defeats the purpose of it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it is time to unbox something. Yes, do that. Oh, here we go. There's two things here. I wasn't planning on let's open the one that I didn't ask for first. Okay. <laughs> uh this is from mobilefun.co.uk. Yeah, I did not ask for this. And I actually It says Nintendo Switch Joy-Con controller. Protective one. So, let's see what this is about. For those of you listening to the audio version, he is murdering that box with a big knife. (laughs) Anything? Is it going to tell us why they sent this? It looks like it's just the packaging info. Uh, Still murdering. A lot of murder going on here. Oh, this is just... <laughs> this is weird. It's two little jellies. Oh, look at that. It's uh, for, not, not for the Pro Control. for the Joy-Cons.
1: Yes, I'm sorry. Did I yeah. say Pro Control? Yeah.
0: Oh, well, it's just the Joy-Con. It's two little jellies. Why do they send? interesting? These? I don't know. I don't know. i uh, said? never going to use those. Unless you want them. Nah, man. I got the colored ones. Why would I want to cover them up? That's true. And I have those for a colored one. There you go. Uh, ugh so this is a little more important. This is from a company called Rav Power. The oh, Rav Power. Link to their stuff is oh, you know Rav Power? Yeah, I got a bunch of lightning cables from them. Oh well, you're gonna like this. Uh, they sent. Uh, do you have the remote for that? For that, yeah. yeah zoom it in, in a little bit. All right. Um, the link is in the description. You can get a discount on these. Uh, what is this one? All right. Uh, is that too far in? Do a little more. All right. There you go. Beautiful. All right. This is an adapter. Ooh, these are cool. This is a USB to USB C adapter here. Oh, nice. Little tiny ones. What is this? USB C to USB C? Oh, mini. It's not on camera. Okay, I'm just looking for myself, all right? These are just little adapters because they sent us a power bank that's supposed to be great for the Switch because it'll charge your Switch while you're playing, which is something that power adapters don't usually do yes nice box so far yeah i like the packaging i like the colors my favorite color right there this is heavy as power banks should be yeah what's in here oh yeah baby here you go oh this looks like it's just the cable look at that thing oh that is huge god damn yeah so the important thing about this is that it has uh it's got a lot of ports. Uh, to charge it, it's a it's a mini USB, no micro USB. I'm right. sorry, it's a micro USB port. Um, it has a USB Type C out. It has a quick charge USB port, which is what you're mostly going to want to use, because mm-hmm. that it's smart. It's a smart port, and it'll detect the voltage of whatever you plug into it. Yeah. And then it has an iSmart 2.4 amp port. Which I don't think you want to use. You can use all of these. at. You can plug in a million things into this. Yeah. But uh, most of the time, you probably just want to use a quick charge port. And I just turned it on. And it has a full charge. Nice. Damn. should also say that it comes with a nice little pouch. There you go. Right there. It also comes with two regular micro USB cables. One short, one long. Nice. And it also comes with its own... Uh, USB-C adapter. So since this has a USB-C in... Uh-huh. No, I'm sorry, it's not an in. Never mind. Forget I was going to say anything. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say you could charge it with a Switch, but you can't. You uh, ki- I guess you kind of need to use, like, your iPhone charger in order to charge it, because they didn't give us a charger with it. No, yeah, they just gave us the... Actually, they said they were going to give me a charger, and they never <laughs> Well, did. I mean, they gave us two USB cables, so I guess you could just plug it into whatever you plug a USB into to charge it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly should they, i zoom out they sell yeah you can zoom out they sell a charger yeah uh so into the description if you click there uh it's the it, this thing is 20,100 milliamp hour that means you could charge your phone like six times yeah which is insane uh quick charge 3.0 uh 17 percent off with code uh this is all I just copied and pasted what they sent me in the email. And it was all broken English. Uh, so with the code, it's 41.50, mm-hmm. which is very cheap. Yeah. Uh, the coupon code is Wolf Deal, and they spelt it wrong W U L F Deal. Ah. They, they use one F. Uh, there's also the USB. Oh, oh, the adapter. Oh, they did send me the right thing. Okay. The USB adapters are separate, they're six dollars, but with the code. It's $5. Um, so yeah, Wolf Deal, W-U-L-F, W-U-L-F Deal. And you get this really cool power bank. Let me see if I can get it on screen. Nice, I really it we have one already. We have an anchor one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't want to say how great this is yet because I haven't used it. We just right. literally unboxed it. But I am going to give it a rigorous test and we'll come back to it. I'm going to make our buddy James test it. Because he's been doing a lot of uh iPhone photography. Mm-hmm. And they he he did something on like a big set and they use these a lot. Mm-hmm. So he wants to give us a rigorous test. So RAV Power, check it out if you need one. This is pretty cheap. This is what I paid for the anchor one. So and yeah. my I love my anchor one. Yeah. My anchor one's great. But this is bigger. I think mine's there only fifteen. 1000 milliamp hour. This one's oh, yeah. 20. Sorry, that's enough time spent yeah. on that. Uh, f- hope it's good because I will take that on my honeymoon. <laughs> oh, you should. Yeah. yeah. Especially because when else am I going to play Sonic Mania? It's in like two weeks. Yes, yeah. Sonic Mania comes out like a few days before I get married, so. Sonic Mania. I'm going to have to give one away. We're going to give one away. Maybe next week. Yeah, there you go. Next week we'll give, we'll give a copy of Sonic Mania away because I'm going to have to buy another one. Yeah. <laughs> right, that's enough of that. All right. Uh... What else do we got here? Uh, hold on. Let me go back to my... Oh, let's play a game. Do you want to play a game? Yeah, let's play a game. Let's play a game. Okay. I, I'm i not properly set up for this game. <laughs> uh, I will be in one second. All right, Will. Yes, Bob. So. I am an American. From yes. the year 1776. Hi. Congratulations. Hi. Nice, nice to, nice meet, to you. meet you. Nice to meet you. You have a very important task. Okay. You need to explain to me what is happening in this picture. Um. Well. Please. In the in the year you know in the in the years um after the year two thousand so the twenty first century. That is so far away. It is very far away. Um, I'm from 1776. That's so s- far away. See, the green character is from a what's called a motion picture. What it's, is that? It's a basically a picture that moves. We call them movies for short. Wow. Um, you guys are dumb. Yes. Um, <laughs> he is a character called Shrek. Think of think of motion pictures as plays that aren't live. They're like just plays in a picture form that move. That's the best I can describe that's I a, hate that's, plays. That's a bad way to describe it. Is uh, this what you guys look like now? No. No. no that is what's called um, a caricature, where it's an approximation, like a funny I way know of those. drawing. I know what those are. Funny yes. way of drawing. Like a monster. I guess you could say. Okay. Um, the that's the green person. He is a character called Shrek. Okay. The black, uh, thing is, his name is Shadow the Hedgehog. He is from a video game. A, now, hedge- th- a hedgehog is an animal. Yes. We have those. Yes. But they don't look like that. They're not here. We don't have them here, but right. I've seen, I've heard of them. Uh, Shadow the Hedgehog is from a video game that is like a movie, but you actually, uh, interact with it. You tell it what to do. Wow. Yes. future's great. However... <laughs> In the future. You mean you can control the movie? Yes. The motion picture? <laughs> yes. In the future, however, um, we also have this thing called the internet. It's just basically a... Oh, it's... Think of... You're losing me here. Okay. <laughs> How can I put... All right. No. Okay. Forget the internet. In, in the right. future, there are still people um, who are a little, a little crazy in the brain and like to just <laughs> see cartoon characters just make out with each other. Like, just have... Of sinful sex with each other. Yes. Question. Yes. What is making out? Uh, I got the sinful sex part. Yeah, it's the same thing. Okay. (laughs) Um, So they they decided to draw those two characters about to go at it. Okay. What does come... What does ogre mean? Monster. So come monster here, Shadow. What does that mean? It's a joke. Instead of come over here, come ogre here. I don't. I don't understand. Come over here is like you know. Hey, you come over but here. But why is it ogre instead? Because uh, Shrek is a is known as an ogre. Oh, okay, yes. So why is this f- so wildly popular in your time? It, it's not. It's just. It's something some people do. The problem is those people are very loud about it, and other people either find it funny or weird or strange and just always find a way to talk about it regardless of whether or not they're into it you know i think i got a very good understanding my only question is i need to know more about these things called motion pictures <laughs> and i need to know more about these video games that are basically where you control motion pictures why well, even have motion pictures anymore yeah sometimes you don't want to control the motion picture people are lazy yeah <laughs> we get lazy in the future <laughs> Alright, for a second I lost connection to the computer and we almost were stuck with that forever. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> uh, wouldn't people from the 18th century know what an ogre is? Yes, but I didn't know why it was being used in that context. I was trying to pull out of you that it was like a thing from the movie. Yeah. or like a I don't think he says come ogre here in I the movie. I he does. I don't think so. I, but they use that all the time with that meme. Yeah. I was also hoping you'd go into more like what a meme was. <laughs> you handled that way better than I was expecting. Really? Because I thought yeah. I like botched that. No, through. you did it. That was very good. All right. Thank you. That was a little too good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Give me another news story. Okay. Um, hold on. I just had one. Uh, apparently, uh, the 2024 Olympic Games, which I believe will be in Paris... Uh yeah. The Paris Olympic bid committee will consider esports for inclusion as a medal event in the 2024 Olympic Games. Whoa. Yeah. So does it say what type? Uh no. Just says um Tony S- I'm not not going to bother. The, the committee's <laughs> co-president told the Associated Press that talks have been scheduled with the International Olympic Committee and with esports representatives to better understand what the process is and why it is such a success. That's the thing, old people. They're, they're like, "What is this esports?" Yeah, like I remember there was—I um, forgot which sports show it was. I think it was Real Sports with Brian Gumble. They had um, an expose on esports, and, and to be honest, it wasn't a terrible expose. And but afterwards, they had like a panel discussion about it. And except for the woman who did the report, everybody thought it was stupid. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so it's mean, like that. You know that report, some news story where they're like, "What is the internet?" Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, this is. Oh uh, wait, what is here? Uh, this won't be the first time that competitive video games have been contended have have contended for a slot in the Olympics. The 2016 Summer Olympics in Rio. Featuring an E-game showcase with exhibition matches rather than medal events, eight international teams competed in Smite and Super Smash Brothers for the Wii U. This past April, the Olympic Council of Asia announced the first medal event for esports will unfold at the 2022 Asian Games. Damn. Yeah. Well, by then, it's going to be a much bigger deal than it right. is already. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder what they're going to have i don't know uh f- the, at the 2022 asian games it looks like there will be so far only fifa is confirmed what is asian games i don't f- it's like a separate from the olympics but it's associated with the olympics oh yeah that's weird is it only asian countries i guess so also like i mean they're gonna be insane yeah because <laughs> they that like they're the best at esports yeah i mean i don't know i'm I feel like the Olympics, like, I get it. Like, esports is more of a mental sport than a physical sport, like chess. But chess is not an Olympic sport. And I feel like if chess is not an Olympic sport, then esports shouldn't be. Because, at least to I me... I thought chess was. I don't think it is. I thought it was. I mean, I'll just, let me just look that up to confirm. But I don't think it I, is. I'll, I'll, I'll look it up. All right. My point is, I always felt like the Olympics, be it the summer, or the winter, whatever, are more about, like, the physical... Um, dominance in the sports. Not so much the I mean mental is a part of it, but like everything that you see is physical um activities. So they applied for inclusion in the twenty twenty Olympics. Chess yeah. and bridge. Okay. Chess and bridge are also trying to be in the twenty twenty. Yes. So along with esports they might yeah. need. Maybe I know chess they started doing drug testing right to, you know, prove that they're a, a real sport and qualify for. Olympic. I mean, they should drug test. Why like, wouldn't guess. they drug test? I mean, really, drug test for chess? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, also, it's like you're on Adderall or something. Yeah, exactly. Or... <laughs> like those things will. Those are yeah. performance enhancing. Right, but I, I feel like because again, chess is all like in your mind, and I can't think of a drug that like Adderall and weed. Hey, maybe uh, if you smoke weed, you'll everything will that that clock that yeah. little clock they hit will slow down. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever? You remember Robin Williams' bit about um, the? The Olympic snowboarder, they took away his gold medal because he was caught smoking weed. And it's just like, why? (laughs) Yeah, you knew that was going to do that. I like how, like, a lot of Olympians, they eat, like, you know, a high-protein meal before, like, the night before. Yeah, Make sure they're, like, really energized and ready to go on all the snowboarders. Like, McDonald's. We all went to McDonald's last night. It was great. Apparently, McDonald's, they've been, like, Olympic sponsors for, like, 40 years or whatever. Apparently, their deal is ending. They're not going to sponsor the next Olympics. Yeah which is interesting because they always build like this massive McDonald's and like the Olympic city or wherever they like stay. In I there. think McDonald's is running out of money. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. You it know would make them a lot of money. What? They just, just make that Szechuan chicken sauce. <laughs> they really should. <laughs> they really like, they gave away like three bottles and gave one to Justin Roiland. Like, I don't see, it was just funny because the they announced like Sriracha sauce you know what if they and every all the twitter comments were like this isn't what we wanted you know that if they bring back szechuan sauce they're going to need to partner with uh rick and morty and uh that's not exactly yeah i know it's not on brand yeah well i mean they gotta do something to connect with millennials who don't eat at mcdonald's that is true uh caloric says chess would be so boring people watch it yeah i mean people would say the same thing about video games true the weird thing about video games is that uh if you have it in the Olympics. It'll change every four years. Yeah. You're going to play different games. Mm -hmm. I mean, unless you play like Counter-Strike and Starcraft, those games are like. Counter-Strike for two of them, then you'll play, like, let's say it was in the Olympics since it started, two of them would be Counter-Strike and then next would be Counter-Strike Source. Yeah, I guess. And then now, then what is after that global offensive, Yeah, you know? So it, it would be continuously changing um all right i have a story that i completely forgot about but we have to get into it okay it was what i was going to name this (laughs) (laughs) uh somebody did a piece on biggest video game franchises okay what is this website tech aries i don't know but these are the biggest video game franchises 15 biggest video game franchises of all time all all of the world uh guess what the first one is well Either Pokemon or Mario. That's a pretty good guess. Guess the top three. Mario, Pokemon, Grand Theft Auto. Number one is Mario. Okay. Number two is Tetris. Huh. Yeah. With uh, so Mario has a uh, total copy slash product sold that would be five hundred twenty eight million. Okay. Uh oh no wait. This is a little bit confusing. It says five hundred twenty eight, comma, five thirty-four. Does that mean five hundred twenty-eight billion? Uh, I'm hold on, I got the website up now. Um anyway. Tetris has four hundred and ninety-five million right. copies or products sold. So that's insane. Yes. Uh Pokemon is three with two hundred and ninety million products sold, which is also kind of insane. Yeah. Considering that Grand Theft Auto is four. Yeah. Two hundred and fifty million sold. Uh I think that Mario, the whole uh comma, the whole five hundred and twenty eight, comma, five thirty-four, I think it's either or. No, I think No, I think that's like five hundred and twenty-eight billion n- million. No, that's a lot for billion. Yeah, I mean, billion is that's so much. Unless cause it, it, number of game assets two hundred and fifty plus. So they might just not be counting mainline, they're counting Mario Kart, uh Mario Golf. Um, possibly Smash Brothers. You know? That would mean... Things like that. That, I mean, that'd be insane. There's, how many p- people are there in the world? Six billion? Yeah. So that means that they'd all have to buy how many hundreds of Mario games? Yeah. <laughs> they'd all each have to buy 100 Mario games. Yeah. Or just under 100. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, that's a... Uh, well, because if you look at the chart... I'm a super fan, and I probably have 100. The thing is, you know? like, if you look at the chart right above it, it says 250 million. Uh, sorry, five hundred twenty-eight million. Yeah, I think I think it's it's I think the comma is to include other things like maybe toys or something. I'm beginning to think that's five hundred twenty-eight million five hundred thirty-four thousand. Oh, okay, that's what I think it okay. is. Okay, well, regardless, Tetris has four hundred ninety-five million. Yeah. So no matter what, Mario is above that. Yeah. Um, so 2 is Tetris, 3 is Pokemon, 4 is Grand Theft Auto, which makes sense because that is a juggernaut. Yeah, Grand Theft Auto 5 is like still in the top 10. 5 is Call of Duty, with also $250 million. So Call of Duty and Grand Theft Auto are neck and neck. I definitely see that. Uh, that yeah. makes a lot of sense because year over year, Call of Duty is the biggest selling yeah. game. I find it interesting that the best-selling Call of Duty game to date is Modern Warfare 3. Well, that makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. Because... That was what made it big. Modern Warfare One, then Modern yeah. Warfare Two, and then Three. There was a lot of hype built up. To that. Yeah, but it was like a lot of bad hype because half of Infinity Ward left. Mm-hmm. You know, and well, that... well, people didn't hate Call of Duty yet, right? It wasn't cool to hate Call of Duty yet, right? People want people hated Activision because they weren't getting Modern Warfare. Yeah, people. They keep they kept releasing these Call of Duty games that weren't Modern Warfare. So people were like, Give me we just want Modern Warfare. We just yeah. want the trilogy to end. So that's why Modern Warfare was the biggest. And I worked that midnight release, and that's why I know. <laughs> um So but also it's it's interesting because Call of Duty and Grand Theft Auto kind of lost all of that time because Mario and Tetris are so old. Right. So they have all of that all of that built up product line right. like mario that came with nes's you yeah know? so uh and call of duty lost a lot of time yeah because you know? that didn't come out until what 2000? 2002 i think yeah um six is the sims which makes a lot of sense yeah because sims is popular sims is really popular uh that was basically the only pc game we ever sold at gamestop yeah that wasn't like you know the new stuff like uh that wasn't like World of Warcraft or like yeah, uh, yeah. You know, Call of Duty for the PC. Basically, if a, if a girl walked into GameStop, it was it was, for The Sims. It was like a middle school or like high yeah. school girl, she wanted The Sims. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Need for Speed is number seven. That surprised me, but at the same time, it shouldn't because like Need for Speed is very popular and it's been around yeah. since like ninety four. Mm-hmm. Uh, list of best selling titles: Most Wanted, Underground Two, and Carbon. According to this, uh, Need for Speed Underground, it sold 7.2 million. That's the best selling Damn. in the franchise. Eight is Final Fantasy. Yeah. I mean, this must be worldwide. Yeah, probably. Uh, nine is FIFA. That's how you know it's worldwide. Yeah. Because uh, if it was just America, it would be Madden instead. Yeah. Ten is Lego. Damn. With 100 million sold. My computer's scrolling really slowly. 11 is Assassin's Creed. I can see that. Assassin's Creed is like... Especially like between 2 and 4. like That was like the most popular Best selling game to series. date was 3. Yeah. Which is interesting. Because a lot of people didn't like that. No. But 2 like, was the best. It had a lot of like hype for it. Uh, Madden is 12. Hmm. So... Well, I guess that's like a very American series. I mean, a lot of people buy it. Yeah. So... I... I could see it making sense if this is worldwide. Uh, 13 is very interesting. Sonic the Hedgehog. 87 million. The, first, uh, the best-selling Sonic game is apparently the first one, 15 million. That's interesting because yeah. Sonic 2 came with Sega Genesis consoles. Yes. Well, Sonic 1 did too. It did? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, Alter Beast was the original packet and then they swapped it out for Sonic. Would you say that Sonic 2 was packaged longer? Because most people I know have Sonic 2. I don't know. Or is it just our age group? Probably just our age group. Blood well, Sonic, yeah too. 14 is Pro Revolution Soccer. And 15 is Tom Clancy's... Just Tom Clancy. Just Tom Clancy's. Just Tom Clancy. That's dumb. That shouldn't be here. here. This is something that'll piss you off. The best-selling game in the Tom Clancy Fresh Ties is The Division. That really does piss me off. That game sold way better than it ever should have. Because that game is trash- and I will fight any of you in the streets. Speaking of speaking of the division, apparently um, they're gonna put the first five hours of Ghost Recon Wildlands for free on Xbox Live. Oh, that's it, great. PS. I also didn't like the two seconds I played of that, but yeah. I w- I'm willing to give it a shot because I heard a lot of good things. Yeah. But I also heard a lot of good things about the division, and the division is a terrible game. I mean, apparently the division like had a Rainbow Six Siege moment where like it got better. I like don't. I don't buy that because they didn't fix my main problem with it, and it's it's that you can't play with your friends unless you're the exact same level and don't level up while you're playing, or, or level up at the same exact time. Right. Because if you don't do that, then all of the enemies scale to the highest level, yeah, and then yeah. you just can't play anymore, or it becomes in, insanely difficult for you because you're a low level. Yeah. <sighs> I just want my old Tom Clancy games back. Yeah. I'm a big Tom Clancy fan. And they've not been doing me good. Really. Nope. Because nope, nope, Ubisoft. Nope. Ubisoft is, is not a good company. Yep. Oh, Ubisoft. Um, oh, Graham says, I expect to see Minecraft. Interesting that that's not on there. Yeah. I guess that's because that came out really late. What, 2011? Or maybe that's not considered a franchise because there's only one game. Technically two if you include the story mode. Telltale game. Yeah, I would consider it a franchise. Now if the story mode came out, and they consider the PlayStation Three and the one like that's di- that's different. Yeah, they consider the ones for the consoles their own games because well, yeah, that was their loophole around because when you first because when it first came out, it was it it, it was basically an alpha, and you had to, if you bought it, it was like thirteen dollars or something. Yeah. if you bought it, it said you will get every version of minecraft for free yeah and the only way to get around that was for them to call the playstation 3 version a different version well i think the 360 one too they called it the xbox 360 exactly that way you can't just get a code for it right you know but like nowadays you know with the exception of the ps4 version every version of minecraft is cross-compatible right so right with the exception of the playstation 3 version playstation 4 well 3 and 4 the last gen console versions and the playstation 4 version yeah i don't know but, why i sony's not they're playing hard to get now all of a sudden because according to sony because the same reason why the rocket league isn't cross play um it's to protect their consumer base oh that's dumb that's very dumb i heard it was it's not on their terms or something well yeah it's not on their terms i always blamed con- microsoft because yeah. microsoft That's something they would do right but, but uh you know i feel like ever since um phil spencer became like the head of microsoft like you've just, like they have changed completely. Like they are much more, not a hundred percent, but like they are a much more gamer focused company and like doing things like this. Yeah. So, uh, ZME bro says Ubisoft bad. What about EA? EA is bad too. EA is bad. But Ubisoft, I I especially have problems with because they're releasing the same game over and over again. Yes, under different names. Under different yeah. names. Yeah. Like they're like. Watch Dogs was the first game that I played, and then every third-person game after that was Watch Dogs. Um, if you ever watch Jim Sterling's videos, at the end he does his little Ubisoft thing where he just talks about all the dumb stuff Ubisoft does. Like mm-hmm. that's really all you need to know. I also think everybody's asking me about Mario and Rabbit's Kingdom Battle. Yeah, that game looks like trash. I don't <laughs> understand why everybody's so excited about that game. I mean, it's because everybody else likes uh, XCOM, but us. Yeah. Like, so. oh, you can like XCOM all you want. XCOM, I, I don't trash XCOM because I see the appeal. Yeah. You can love XCOM all you want. Why do you need to cross Mario with XCOM? I don't know. Do I want to cross Mario with Rainbow Six? I love Rainbow Six. Yeah. I love Mario. I don't want to see them together. I guess it's it's calling to mind when... I th- at least I think it's calling to mind when Square made Mario RPG. Because I was crossing Mario with Final Fantasy. Yeah, but... So, like... I, I mean... Maybe that makes more sense to me because I know about Mario RPG. Right. The thing so I just learned this when when Square pitched that to Miyamoto. Yeah. They had uh it was a drawing of Mario riding a horse with a sword in his hand. Yeah. And Miyamoto said, This is dumb. That should be a hammer. Yeah. Because Mario wouldn't have a sharp sword. Yeah. Same thing with this. Why does Mario have a gun? It's not like a gun, it's gun a, it's but a it's blaster. a blaster. It's an blaster. arm cannon. Yeah, it's a mega man arm cannon. Like, no. Yeah. It should be a fire flower. Yeah. What's wrong with you? I don't know. Right, well, that's my that's my problem with Ubisoft. Um, we need to wrap this up. Okay. Do You have anything else? Uh I think I do, but it's not really good. I forgot to do the tweet of the week. All right. The only thing other thing I had is that uh the new DuckTales cartoon is gonna feature Darkwing Duck at some point. Yay, that's old news. I just saw it today. Well, you're you're old. <laughs> Tweet of the week is really quick. It's from uh, the Wolf Den Twitter account. Who are they? That is that's us. <laughs> oh. Uh. So I I took the audio from the Nerdist, where uh. What's his name? Uh, Kevin Conroy and Rob Paulson. Rob Paulson had Kevin Conroy on his podcast, and they did a table read of the end of the Dark Knight, where Batman says, um. You either die a hero, or you live long enough to see yourself become a villain. Oh, I no, can no. do those things. No, he says it like this. Will you either die a hero, or you live long no, enough- No, you're ruining it! <laughs> I to have a big long- There's a giant pause He's gotta it. breathe! I know, but it's dumb. Christian Bale has the worst Batman voice in existence. I will fight you for that. I will, It will be a bloodbath, because Ben Affleck has the worst Batman voice. But we can agree that Kevin Conroy has the best, and in this yes. mashup- It sounds fantastic. It does. It absolutely does. Uh, So check that out. Yeah. Uh, It it did phenomenal. That tweet. It got mentioned in uh, Twitter moments. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's crazy. I didn't catch that. Also, just check out Rob Paulson's Talking Tunes podcast in general because it's great. And he does things like that when he has other voice actors on, like to read things from other movies. He had, uh, because he was on the cast of the original Ninja Turtles, and he had the other three guys on. And they all read, as the Ninja Turtles the scene from Seinfeld where they're all talking about how they're going to have their contest to stop masturbating. <laughs> I didn't get the context and I watched it and it yeah. didn't make any sense. But now that I get the context, yeah. I get it. He also had Billy West on and Billy West read the scene from back to the future where uh, 1955 doc meets Marty for the first time. And he read it as Fry and the professor. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so guys, this is the part in the, podcast or video, whatever, where you talk to us and leave us your questions, yeah. comments, anything you want to ask us to talk about, leave it in the chat. If you're not here live, you can either use the hashtag on Twitter, #WolfdenLive Live, or you can leave it in the comments section of the YouTube video, and we will get to it next week. Using the hashtag #WolfdenLive, Den Live, we have... Hello there. Simone Stig, would you rather have Fox hold on to the Fantastic Four movie rights, have them sold back to Marvel, or have an, a deal like they did with Sony? I don't think there's going to be a deal like they have with Sony over Spider-Man. I want to see the Fantastic Four rights get moved back to Marvel. Yes. That, is, I, that is the only way to fix that. Yeah. That's the, the best way. as the f- easiest way. Like I said in my video today, Marvel has the money to buy the rights back. You know, every Marvel, you know, Marvel has like five movies that have made over a billion dollars worldwide. And Disney only paid 4 billion for Marvel. So they made their investment back and then some. So they can easily buy the rights back. And it's probably like really cheap right now because the property has been devalued significantly. So it wouldn't be no skin off Disney's nose to buy the Fantastic Four back, which they really need to do. Fred says something stupid about One Piece. (laughs) Gabriel, should I pre-order Super Mario Odyssey? Pre-orders are dumb, but you should buy it. Yes. When it comes out. Uh, And you can, if they don't have it in the store, Mm -hmm. buy it digitally. Who cares? Uh, He also said, PS, you guys are awesome. So glad I found your channel. Thank you so much for being here and for engaging with us. Uh, Abram, hashtag Live. Thoughts on Splatoon 2's furry epidemic? Oh, God. If you didn't, if you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, and then he gave me a link, and then I'm going to... Cautiously click on here. Uh, okay. Oh, so uh, apparently everybody's drawing furries in the uh, the Meverse. Oh, Kinda like in the lobby, yeah, those yeah, yeah. little things that pop up. Uh, you know what? I mean, to each their own. Yeah, fandoms the, are weird. The and, fandoms are very uh, weird. I do really like the Meverse drawings. People yeah. are doing great drawings, so uh, I'm all about it. As long as you're having fun. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So I guess we should look at last week. Yeah, last week's lied. The top comment from Snowcrockman: LMAO, you're dumb because the CXBOX1 is the most powerful console ever. Nintendo sucks because it ain't Power F as the PXS4. I think I read that. Uh, cool, man. <laughs> and then I just like the, uh, obviously the Atari 2600 is the most advanced piece of technology. Anything else is inferior. That's uh, Civil Games. Uh, these are all replies yeah these are all replies <laughs> are uh, you effing retarded that's yeah. what he said <laughs> uh uh let's hear. here uh in more serious note hot dog no bun uh why <laughs> i think nintendo should watch his carbs yeah i think nintendo should just create a pro doc that is basically a graphics amplifier for the switch that can output 4k I like that idea. I think it's technically possible, but I don't think it's something Nintendo I, would I saw do. something on Kotaku. Apparently, somebody got a couple of Switch games running in 4K. I saw that. Those aren't Switch games. Oh, those are the Wii U. ports? Yeah, cause, okay. Cause that, that there's that Wii U emulator Dolphin. No, not Dolphin. C, That's... I think it's CMEU or something. Yeah. Um. So, it's they're running, they're running Mario Kart 8 on PC and got it upscaled to 4K. Right. And it is so crystal clear, yeah. it's insane, except for the textures. Some of the right, textures right. are weird. But there's not a lot of textures in Mario Kart 8, yeah. or less than you'd expect, because everything's just so smooth. Yeah. Uh, it was so... The video was 4K 60 frames per second, and mm-hmm. it was so crisp and so good that it could not run on my computer. Apparently, the video, there's an 8K version of it. Oh my yeah. god. Uh, so I think that it's a good idea to have a graphics amp- graphics amplifier. I just don't think that Nintendo will do it. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna. Yeah. Be Plus, a thing. it'll be upscaled from seven twenty. Yeah. So uh, I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I don't know how great things are gonna look. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alejandro Romero will who is Marvel's and DC's best hero in terms of selling hashtag Bob can time travel. Um. I think with dc batman is the, like the sales juggernaut for yeah. everything uh harley quinn is surprisingly a close second even yeah. though her comic's not great i'm sorry guys it's not it hasn't <laughs> been for a while uh marvel usually spider-man yeah. um marvel surprisingly had like in terms of comics like have a lot of like back and forth between like what's the best selling it's usually like spider-man the x-men and then like you know one month it's Captain America, one month it's Iron Man, one month it's Thor, one month it's Hawkeye. So, like that. Brandon says, down well on Vita, you can play, you can change the orientation to vertical and it's very comfy to play. That's interesting because I forgot that on Vita, if you do change it to vertical, you have a left stick and you have the buttons yeah. on the right side. So if you change it to vertical, you have the buttons in the right spot. Yeah. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, Is there going to be a wedding special Wolf Done Live, Mohammed says, yes, and it'll be without Will. <laughs> Um, uh flaming blue skull to appropriate a culture is to appropriate a culture is to appropriate a culture what do you think is a better spy franchise spy kids or austin powers <laughs> <laughs> um you actually watched spy kids i did because i like robert Rodriguez. and those are actually not bad movies uh probably no no because they both st- you know overstayed their welcome how about just neither they're not good movies yeah <laughs> I honestly like you watch clips from Austin Powers now. It's not funny. Yeah, no. It was funny at the time. Yeah. There's a reason why Michael Myers, like uh isn't around anymore. Yeah. Uh Derek Desmet. I predict the switch back I predicted the switch back when the Game Boy Advance came out, so that don't mean S it was a no brainer, a hybrid would uh, originally come. I, I agree. Yeah. Uh I'm going to the chat. There's all a lot right, going to the chat. Yeah, they're, they're it's, a... it's it's all it's all people yeah talking about the switch. Or calling me a time traveler. Uh except Darth Plagueis asks uh what's the best way to read digital comics specifically Marvel, uh Comixology on a tablet device. What uh, about the Marvel app? There is I was gonna say there's the Marvel Unlimited app, which is all like Marvel's back catalog for like uh ten dollars a month or something. But Marvel is now part of Comixology Unlimited. So, like, they also have, like, their back catalog in there. And you also get, like, all the other crap. Caloric says, just in case there isn't another Wolf Den Live because of North Korea, I love you guys. I love you too. We'll we'll be okay. Yeah. We're on the East Coast. Yeah. Um, Also, I have a lot of faith that North Korea's nuke is probably like, it would be like a pin dropping. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They can't even feed their own people. Yep. Uh, uh, Tevia thinks Fantastic Four needs to come back. We got a lot of hashtag fantastic four. Yeah, I'm, I'm not four. guys, I was not kidding. Like start spreading that around, annoy other uh YouTube comic guys about it, and let's get this going, because this is about time. Banana Man says, I saw Blade Runner for the first time last week. What do you guys think about the movie twenty forty nine? Uh I still haven't seen it. I'm I'm pumped for it. When is it out? Uh October. Oh, okay, I got plenty of time yeah. to see it. I still haven't seen Dunkirk or Atomic Blonde. I haven't seen either of those either, and I really want to. Uh, yeah. Uh, <sighs> Viper, fin- uh, Fantastic Four rights are meaningless. It's Doctor Doom and Galactus where Fox has Marvel by the short hair, which is true because most, if not all, of Marvel's like real villains, like you know the villains that could be like a threat to. The entire planet, and like especially the Avengers, are fantastic Fantastic Four villains originally. So, Doctor Doom, Galactus, the Scroll, mm-hmm. things like that. The now, Scroll, the Skrull, they're going to be in Captain Marvel, but not specific Scroll characters. Okay. So, like the Scroll leader and like other famous Scrolls who I don't know, they're not going to be in the movie. That's interesting. Because uh, that, that, I mean, that would. There are specific plot points that would make a lot of sense. Yeah. I remember, I think in Thor, people were like, "Is that the scroll? Is that the scroll?" Yeah. Well, in the original Avengers, everyone thought that was the scroll, and now it was the Chitari. Right. Um. S- Samuel, I need Switch accessory tips. I already have a power bank. So what do you? What else do you need? <laughs> you need a Pro Controller. That is really the only Switch accessory that right. is necessary. You don't have one yet. I don't. You don't have it on a TV, really, right? You yeah. Well, really right now, or... like, I'm... No, nah, I didn't set it up. I Right now, I just have it in handheld mode. you mid-move. Yeah. So you, you can't, really. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, you'll need a Pro Controller. Yeah, probably. We'll see. Uh, what else do we got here? Uh, do, like, one or two more here. Yeah. I saw one, and then I lost it. Nintendo Paul, what is your favorite game on the Switch besides Zelda? I'm having a lot of fun with Splatoon. Yeah. Uh... That's really, I guess that's really the, yeah, I guess I, that's an obvious answer, yeah. but that is the best game right now. That's not uh, Zelda. See, I'm going to, I'm going to come clean and just say I haven't technically, I don't have a game for my Switch yet. I was going to ask, because I know you didn't buy Zelda. Right. Te- right now, what I've been playing has been demos. I played the Splatoon. I, well, I didn't really play the Splatfest, like the Splat Test or whatever it's called. I play, I around with like the tutorial in it, and then I missed the actual beta. I've been playing the demo for um the new version of Blaster Master, mm. and that's pretty good. I did hear that was good. Yeah, I want to play Mighty Gunvolt. Still haven't played. it, yeah. but I have a suspicion that that would be my favorite. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, Neo Geo games on the Switch that I want to like start downloading. Mm. And, um, oh, and uh, Super Meat Boy is now coming to Switch. Yes, I so did that'll be that. awesome. That is some news for mm-hmm. you, Super Meat Boy. Uh, I mean, Mighty Gun Vault is the end of the yeah. month, but that's going to be great. Tavia, any opinion on Secret Empire as a whole? Dude, I've, did you see my video on it? I said it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> that happened... You ask Secret Empire every week. He asks about he, Secret Empire. He does. Empire he does. Like, Tavia, we love you and we want you to keep watching these videos. Would you like to ask about things we've already answered? <laughs> Specifically, Secret Empire. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, one more. Yeah. Want to find it, help. Um, uh, Graham says, "How was your day? It was good. Yeah, not bad. All right, that's it. Thank you guys for hanging yeah. out." <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Boy, would you like a Cowboy Bebop live action? No, no, because the movies are uh, the. I mean, we already saw what they did with freaking Ghost of the Shell. Yeah. I think we should just leave uh, Cowboy Bebop as is. Yeah, apparently we don't know how to do anime very well. We barely know how to do Godzilla. So So, leave Cowboy Bebop alone. Mm -hmm. Make new stuff. Yes. Maybe make a movie that is inspired by anime but its own thing. Yes, like The Matrix was. Like uh, Scott Pilgrim. Yes. Thank you guys for hanging out. Thank you for being here. Thank you for watching us. Thank you for chatting with us. As always, Wolfden Live is every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern right here on youtube.com slash wolfden. Uh, we will post this show again, the rerun of it on Thursday, uh, in case you missed it. Or if you prefer to listen to this in audio format, we are available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. And if you listen to us there, be sure to subscribe to us there and rate us and review us because that helps us with placement on those respective stores. After the stream, every week, I go on twitch.tv slash BobWolf, right there, you see right there, the link is in the description, oh, it's right there, did I do it right? Eh, eh. And I do, draw the thumbnail for the stream, uh, for, yeah, yes, I draw a thumbnail for this video, uh, I'm also an affiliate, and if you subscribe, if, if you're a first time subscriber, I will mail you a sketch card that looks like... One of these guys. It'll be customized for you. So, twitch.tv slash And if you have an Amazon Prime account, you get to sub for free. So, how about that? That's part of your Amazon perks. That's not Amazon Music or any of the other crap you got to pay for. So, No, you just link it to your Twitch account and you get to subscribe for free. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys for hanging out. Thank you for being here. We'll see you in a week. Yes. Go to my Twitch. Hang out with me there. for the post show. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Hashtag bring back F4.